The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit lowtreestudios.com. From Low Tree Studios, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind, this is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, Halloween is canceled this year, but not for one retailer I'll uh, reveal. Plus, I'll share the financial state of billionaires during this pandemic. I've got a survey about temperature checks for private parties, potentially. I've got wacky but true news and the five habits you do that annoys your spouse the most. And Mindy will share. Oh, boy. Uh, ooh, you're sharing. The divorced. Um, yeah, I didn't write it in here. Oh, you didn't? Well, it is this. It's more. Top sp- reasons people get divorced. Yeah, not not positive, but let's have a discussion about it, you know. <laughs> uh, and that's it. We've got we're not live today. We are we were gonna do our show even last night. But we had kind of a, we'll explain. We'll briefly explain yeah. our week and our weekend and all that stuff. But still, we did it. Sorry for the inconsistency this week. Uh, it's this, been a week. I started my new job. Yeah, so it's been crazy. So anyway, welcome those of you listening after the live show because there is not a live show. Uh, and, uh, and hello, Mindy. Hi. Good Welcome morning. on Saturday morning. Yes. Out of sorts. Feels weird on a Saturday morning. A uh, bit. I've got a busy day today, so I'm like a little bit like, let's get going. Come on. Uh, cause I got to pack my drums up and go record this morning. I'm yeah, trying to get it done early. I got to hang out with those guys in a long time. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, and I'm trying to get it done cause, uh, cause dad's in town as well. Yeah, so. we're going to have dinner tonight. Good dinner. Yeah, so I want to make sure that I'm home decent so we can hang out with them. Mm-hmm. So it's a busy day, uh, so we got this as well. And yesterday was a busy day as well. So I was supposed to go visit my grandma. Yeah, but one of your uh, co-workers might, well, had to be quarantined. They, yeah. they don't have the COVID, but they it's a possibility. Yeah, no, and, and I'm not even really supposed to be saying that. Um, but <laughs> one of my coworkers is is out on co on the potentially on the COVID thing, out for a couple of weeks. Uh, what happens is this: this is the way it works. Uh, it probably works the same for all companies. Uh, you know, if if you're if someone gets it or is pers- per, per, it's what is it? Uh, not actually presumed. Presumed, yeah. If you're presumed positive, you have to name people that you've come into contact with. Right. Mm, so mm-hmm. he, uh, my guess is that this person was one of the people named. Mm-hmm. So it's gone now. And then I think that they're, the way it works is they await symptoms. If they don't have any, then they're, they're yeah. fine. If they do, then they've got to let everybody else know. Right. So I was concerned. I was like, ah, I don't want to risk it. Uh, plus, then I ended up having to work anyway. So not your 90 year old grandma. Yeah. I missed her. I missed her though. I really wanted to see her. Uh, it's, it's a bummer that, that 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 had happened, but I made the decision. It was a tough decision. I was still thinking about going, mm-hmm. uh, and then I just made the decision. But I, I did I did have to work. It was it's a big project that I've got to do, and I don't want to be behind on it. So it was part of it as well. Uh, but a busy day yesterday, <clears throat> and we were we had all intentions of doing our show last night, but it just didn't work out. We ended up going we, after my day at work. We went and did some shopping. So that we had could free up our weekend. We yep. we kind of like to do that because Sunday, yeah, because Sunday morning was our usual day, and uh, we kind of like our Sundays back now a little bit, a little bit. Sunday mornings, yeah, get stuff done. Anyway, that was a lot. That was a mouthful. It was a lot of domesticated bullshit that yeah. we had to you know get out. Yeah, I apologize for that. But anyway, let's get into our show. You want to get into our show? Because I, 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 I got I got shit to do. <laughs> it can be it can be lollygagging today. All right, yeah. so no lollygagging, Mindy. Okay, like I was. Mm-hmm. As people figure out how they'll celebrate Halloween during a pandemic, home improvement retailer, my my former stomping grounds, Lowe's, has a suggestion. Uh, it is hosting drive-through trick-or-treating events at its 1,700 U.S. stores from 6 to 7 p.m. local time from October 22nd to the 29th. Six to seven? That's one hour. Do you one realize hour, how many people are probably going to drive through? In one hour? Yeah. N- not not smart, Lowe's. Uh, space is limited, so interested parties should receive a spot beginning October 10th. Lowe's will provide candy and a king-sized pumpkin. They're going to give mm. away a pumpkin. 
to participants at no cost. You don't even have to dress up. Costumes are encouraged, but not required. Wow. All right. I mean, what's the fun if you're not going to dress up, though? Right. I mean, what's the fun dressing up and staying in a car? Right. What's the fun? Either way, it's just a. It's not fun. It's not a win-win. I I think it's just. It's a way. It's a way to get. It's a way to get people to go. You know what? I need some light bulbs, so I, I guess we'll do both. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what it is. I. It's yeah. It's no fun either way. I wonder how many people that end up they'll end up um, get in their store because of this, though. Yeah, it's a good it's a good ploy to get people in. Yeah, smart smart marketing on Lowe's part. I need light bulbs. Was it weird? We went shopping yesterday. Was it weird? Did it seem like everything was like 50% off and on sale? And like, yes, didn't it, it was, seem strange. Actually, yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. I was a little concerned walking through the mall. It just was empty, empty, empty. A lot of stores closed up. A lot of stuff, like you said, that 65%, 70% I saw yeah. racks. Um, and the other thing that really bothered me too is we went shopping at Trader Joe's and now some stupid thing oh, yeah, yeah. went into effect with the CD, CDC CDC where I guess you can't bring in your used or reusable shopping bags. Um, so now they've created tables outside of Trader yeah. Joe's so that you can wheel you they'll put everything in the cart and yeah. then you gotta wheel it out. And then bag it on the tables outside. Bag it yourself on the tables outside. Like, I just don't know what everybody's thinking. I mean, I guess they're smarter people than me, CDC, right? Center for Disease Control. They should be smarter than me when it comes to this thing. Um, But what are my bags doing to you? And is it every, okay, we thought, I thought about this, like the, Shopping carts are used far more by people than your. They wash those though. They clean them down. That's what they say. I they barely wipe them down. So, you know, I'm just thinking. It. I don't know where we're going with all this. It's just (laughs) awful. So we not we had to like. And then they let us with the bags inside. I, I know I'm not complete thoughts here. I'm just I'm dumbfounded by this whole thing. So yesterday, that was a little um, discouraging. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Another thing. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't really dig it. I was, and I was talking shit about it right there in the line. I was like, what? Did, what did, my bags <laughs> sit in a, cl- a cupboard for a week. Mm-hmm. They don't exchange. Nobody touches them except for us the day that we go. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's, we're protecting... The ba- I guess if I've touched the bags, it's they're touching. They don't even touch the bags though. Mm. I I touch the bags. I'm the one loading my shit. That's 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 <clears> my <throat> point. So, so like I guess because our bags are touching their counters. But it's the bottom of your bag. I don't touch the bottom of my bag. That's touching the. It's yeah. just so dumb. How are my bags transmitting COVID? And and it's the it. CDC. So it's it's a set rule. I just don't get it. Ugh. Anyway, let's move on to happier things. Yeah, we're grouchy. It's Saturday morning. Okay. <laughs> so eat a dick, <laughs> all of you. Oh uh, God! Uh, and I got more pandemic stuff too, so it's it's fun though. Okay. Uh, the pandemic has made for some rough months financially for <clears throat> large portions of people in the world. Has it made it? Has have you had a rough time in the pandemic financially? No, no, we haven't. Uh, numerous businesses have been forced to close doors permanently, leading to high unemployment rate, increased homelessness, but lower household. Seen it yesterday. Oh. What? Yes, we were just talking about yeah. that. Yeah, no, it exists. Luckily for us, we've had we've actually gotten pay increases and stuff like that during this time, which I feel lucky about. I really do feel that's not a brag. I feel lucky about yes, that. Yes, me too. Um, I'm very grateful for the company that I work for. Uh, on the flip side, the global pandemic has created a financial windfall for billionaires of the world. A new report says billionaires saw their wealth rise more than 25% since the start of the pandemic. Wow. 25%. That is incredible. They're making money off the pandemic. Well. How? Well, they probably know how to move money. I don't know how they're doing it, but that's wild. Especially when sales are going down and I don't know. Just I guess if they have, a, you know, what one way is if they have stock in uh, medical insurance companies. <laughs> yeah. 
Right? Yeah. They're making money. They're making tons of money. Oh, yeah. All right, next thing. Everything is more complicated nowadays, and that includes hosting a party or holiday get-together, is it? Uh, a new survey finds parties are going to be very different this holiday season. 30% of respondents plan on setting up a mandatory temperature check at their front door for all guests. Hmm. Over half of those surveyed, 54%, say they plan on enforcing strict social distancing rules the next time they host a shindig. Uh, I will say this. Everybody's divided on this topic. Uh, we in this room are, uh, when I, and when I say in this room, I mean all of the, the folks that podcast, David and Stephanie, you, me, we're very similar in our, in our perspective on it. Um, but there are people that are very freaked out about it and they, yeah. they are concerned about it and they are looking at the death toll and they're looking at all those things and it, you know, me, I go, is it any different than it's, is it that, is it as bad as we're making it? I, I question that. I doubt that a little bit. Right. I respect people that feel a certain way about it and I'm going to wear my mask for them and I'm going to do the best that I can to make them feel better because it's very important that we do that. Right. Cause mm-hmm. we got to get along in this society. Um, but yeah, I'm a little more less worried about it, I guess. Um, yeah. if I get it, I get it. I think that the shitty part about getting it is the same thing that, that, that you experience that my coworker has to experience, uh, two weeks. Of course, some people wouldn't complain about that. Two weeks, you're off work. You got to get tested. You may get symptoms. If you get symptoms then boom, you blow everything up. Every everybody has to be off. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then you're that person who has it, right? It's like a, it's like a sexually transmitted disease kind of thing. <laughs> he yeah. had the COVID. Going back to the party thing that you were talking about, uh, one thing that popped in my head is, okay, so you have this party and you have a head scanner. How do you know, not being a doctor or nurse, what the range is for temperature? Because everybody varies a little bit. Uh, they would in- read it. You just find out. I guess if it was skyrocketed, you'd be like, nope, you got to go home. I think the range is above 100. If, you're, if your temperature is at 101 is what it's I've read, I've heard. Okay. So then you're like, mm, you got a temperature. You shouldn't be in here. Yeah. Right? Um, but then you've already come in contact. Well, no, they're at the door and you point and, mm. and you know. Yeah. But they, they did that for us when we went into the first time that's ever happened when we went to get sushi. Yeah. That we was didn't true. talk about that on B-roll, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, when we got sushi, we got a, we got pointed in the forehead with a, with a gun. Yep. I do want to tell Tina to settle down a bit. Okay. <laughs> What's she doing? Um, we released B-roll two days early, two days early. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, we normally release on Sunday and we released it on Friday and already she's asking for her, her draft pick. So she could pick her her thing. It's like <laughs> Tina, go ahead and post it. Then listen to it. Yeah, maybe we should send yeah, her. I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna the, task her with doing it. Yeah, I think I think she's gonna get employed. Yeah, you're gonna get employed, Tina. You're all over it for free. Yep, for for, for free. Because <laughs> right, because we, we don't we'll make any you, money in this bitch. Uh, we'll give you a Patreon discount. Um, I'm I joke I joke. Of course, I love Tina, but yeah, I was like, we we released it two days early. Give. Give Stephanie some time or us some time, right? Uh, she, she's, you know. Stephanie's going to probably start sending you some memes <laughs> back. <laughs> uh, I know Tina's just kidding around. She's just excited. Yeah, I like uh, that and she it's does a fun, it. It's a fun. Uh, I, did you like the meme she did? The Superman? Oh, I loved it. Where's my J&M? Yeah. Man. Sorry yeah. about that. That is so great. I, I do apologize for our inconsistency. Well, it has been a little tough. And it's going to be a little inconsistent next week, too, because I have to work later. It's not her fault because of that. We, from summer until now, it has been very inconsistent. So yeah, it is our fault. We need to own that. I I own it. I apologize for it, but it's the way that it is. We have, we have jobs, you know, it's, uh, and we don't, we we don't do this for money. So, well, we do a little, we get, (laughs) our patrons would disagree. They pay, they pay us. Well, we make sure that shit gets done. Yeah, that never that never fails. Um, but yeah, this is the one show, the the free one, where it's like if <laughs> I kid if something comes up, this is the one we skip. But we'll never skip the Patreon one, right? We never do. Uh, it may just get moved later in the week, but we never skip it. Anyway, whatever excuses, excuses. Let's yeah, get into yeah. let's get into this.
I keep it true. Uh, in the UK, a man came home to find a burglar in his favorite reclining chair, but he didn't have to worry about the crook harming him. He was passed out drunk. Seems the intruder put down his stolen merchandise and enjoyed a bit of brandy and then fell asleep. Wow. Can you imagine? I wonder if more <laughs> stories like these come out now, right? Because of COVID and everything. Everybody's unemployed. <clears throat> yeah. And they're just like, I need some money, so I'm going to rob this dude. Whatever I can get. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I had this guy yesterday coming home from AAA. Uh rolls his window down my, my window's down i'm listening to the radio and he he says hey first first of all i didn't hear him so i'd ask repeat he goes hey i got two macbooks for sale if you're interested out of his car at an intersection i'm like bro really i, I mean i'm i'm polite i'm like no thanks but no man i'm not buying your macbooks first of all don't talk to me yeah <laughs> yeah right in the intersection. Yeah, what you doing? <laughs> As Stephanie would say, what what you doing? I was like, wow. <laughs> no, man. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. No, thanks. I'll get one with the uh, warranty. In, uh... Yeah, I'll get a brand new one that doesn't <laughs> come out of the trunk of somebody's car. Really? Mm -hmm. or... And it wasn't even a nice car. It's not like it... Uh, right. <laughs> it didn't say geek squad on the side. <laughs> right. Uh... I was like, no, bro. Yeah, okay. uh, anyway, all right. Because it's 2020, it takes longer for Facebook to ban Koanon pages and groups. I don't know what that is. We'll find out. We'll see. And groups that it that it does for it to ban about posts about onion seeds. What the fuck is this about? Let's let's move on. A Canyon business said. It was left surprised, confused, and somewhat amused when Facebook refused to run an ad because of photos of onions uh, was flagged as an overtly sexual image. Wow. Okay. You know, both... Um, oh, oh, Annan must be a, an onion company mm -hmm. or something. Facebook and uh, Twitter are in hot water over... They're the, censoring? Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Uh, Jackson McLean, a manager at Gaze Seed Company in St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador, said the company submitted an ad to Facebook to promote its Walla Walla onions. Uh, but the submitted image was rejected by the social media network because the photo, which depicted only a group of onions, was deemed to be overtly sexual. Oh, boy. McLean's, McLean said... He had to laugh at what was apparently an error by Facebook's anti-nudity algorithm. Mm -hmm. So probably it's an algorithm. Yeah. So it probably just saw nakedness, mm -hmm. naked onions. <laughs> Covina, California residents are being warned about two guys going door to door claiming they, they're raising money for the Covina high school football team. But it's likely the pair will find a new line of scam work or move to another town after they unknowingly knocked on the door of one of the high school football coaches. Oh, nice. Who knew they were not members of his team. I love that. In the encounter captured on the coach's ring video, one of the images, uh, one of the one of them alleged scammers told the homeowner, me and my partner were raising money for Covina High School football and we're working really hard, sir. The coach replied by saying, it's funny you bring that up because I know for a fact that you guys don't go to Covina because I teach there. I'm a football coach. At Covina, there's a uh, there's a video. Let me see if I can uh, bring it up. Yeah, let's see. Open link. I have to turn the music down. Turn the music down here. Hang on, sorry. Sorry, I'm in the middle. Of the uh, um, I'm not gonna be able to come out. But you guys have a good day. Right? Uh, but but you have a package right here. Do I? Yeah, but Amazon package. But me, me and my partner, we're fundraising for Covina High School football, and we're really, we're working really hard, sir. Yeah, uh, actually, that's funny you bring that up because I know for a fact that uh, you guys don't go to Covina because I teach there. <laughs> huh? I know for a fact you you're not working with Covina High School. Uh, but I play running back position, sir. Uh, you have I'm, I'm, a, I'm a football coach there at Covina. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, what's, what's your name, sir? What, what's your name? 
Uh, Marcos. What's the head football coach's name? Uh, Hernandez. No. I think you guys need to leave the area. All right, thank you. Have a good day. And they're commenting as they walk away. Uh, that's good stuff. Oops, sorry, sorry I repeated it. I apologize. Mm-hmm. That was kind funny. of bad audio, but um, that's fun to share that stuff sometimes. Uh, let's turn the music. Oh, God. It's, it's going to play the whole fucking thing. All right. <clears throat> professional. We're professional here. Uh, a UK man. Do we need more of this? Let's do the shortest one. Let's do the last one. Yeah. MG Hager is running as a Democrat trying to unseat John Cornyn, uh, the U.S. Republican senator from Texas. Cornyn uh, Cornyn's attack ads call hard left Heger uh, and show her tattoos. In a tweet, Heger said, you think I'm ashamed of tattoos? They're covering my shrapnel wounds from when my helicopter was shot down. Damn. Heger served in the U.S. Air Force for 10 years, including three tours in Afghanistan as a combat search and rescue pilot. After flying more than 100 missions, she was shot down when when another helicopter came to rescue her. It was full, so she stood on the chopper's skids during the evacuation despite her wounds. Wow. She was awarded the Distinguished Flying Cross with Valor. Nice. Look at that. Yeah. It's like that one time when that guy, when, when somebody made fun of the guy with the patch mm-hmm. and he legitimately needed an eye patch, that mm-hmm. senator or whoever he is, mm-hmm. he's a pretty famous guy. He speaks out quite a bit for the Republican Party uh, and he doesn't have an eye. So talk yeah. shit about my patch all you want. It happened in the military. I think it happened in the military. I may be speaking completely out of turn and out of my ass, but that, we that, got the point. that's your wacky truth. It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. A new trailer for The Crown season four has landed, and it teases what we may, what we can expect from the acclaimed royal drama's latest big storyline. As the series reaches the late 70s, early 80s, season four will tackle the romance and subsequent marriage between Charles, Prince Charles and Lady Diana Spencer, Mm. uh, which, as the trailer reminds us, was viewed as a fairy tale at the time. Of course, we know that in reality, the relationship ended in tragedy, something reflected in the teaser's ominous tone. Oh, that's crazy. I love that show. I wonder about that show because... These are living uh, royalty, yeah. right? So I wonder if they've, because I know that Prince Philip, right, Mm -hmm. did that whole documentary thing for his family so that people could get to know the family. Mm -hmm. It was a big thing that he did. He was trying to build the, the, you know, the reputation up. And I wonder if they've agreed to this Netflix thing. Oh, I'm sure they would have to. So that they could actually get some money from it too Mm -hmm. and maybe bring some humanity and humanness i don't know i i wonder they, how do you do that how do you how do you they have to have given would, rights to this well and and they would probably want more accurate descriptions of things and occurrences that have happened yeah, i mean because no, no one can just write about you right right and create a story in a book about you you have to give them those rights to do so right so i just you know i wonder well, The Crown Season 4 lands on Netflix on November 15th. Nice. I love so, that show. Uh, oh, and the show won't return until 2022 after that. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. that's quite a while. Okay, so Showtime has ordered a 10-episode Dexter revival. Yes. With Michael C. Hall on board to reprise his role as the killer vigilante. 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 I was going to say it that way, but I didn't. This ninth season is set to begin production this winter ahead of a fall 2021 launch. Dexter made its Showtime debut. 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 Hate that word. (laughs) You can never get it right. I hate it. Learn it. Debut. It's not spelled right. (laughs) In fall 2006 and ran for eight (laughs) 
successful session seasons mm. in the much <laughs> basically Dexter's coming Dexter's back coming back one, and we're excited about yeah, it we might get showtime just for that right all right lastly um old hits that made uh, box office comebacks uh during this covid time over the weekend the re-release of 1993 campy halloween family comedy hocus pocus was the third highest grossing uh, movie in america from theaters that are actually open in just two weeks it made a uh three million dollar wow for wow, hocus that's pocus great. that's pretty sweet yeah uh, anyway despite it also being available for digital rental and on disney plus mm -hmm. uh in that short time, it became the highest grossing re-release of 2020. And because we're in the midst of a pandemic, it's not surprisingly shy, just shy of the 50 highest grossing movies of the year. And here are the re-releases that have done the best since theaters have reopened. Hocus Pocus, like we just said, 3 million. Star Wars, Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back, 2.4. Jurassic Park, 1.3 million the goonies 825 jaws 758 dang that's crazy that's and pretty cool that's hundred thousand right but still that's cool that they re-released them for people i mean that's younger audiences haven't seen those well there's not a lot of movies going on in the theater as i understand there's none they're not yeah. making movies right yeah, now so i'm so... surprised that we're still getting stuff yeah uh and i think that i think they're still making movies for Netflix series, but see th the thing about movies is they make them and it takes a while for them to come out like a long while, some, sometimes two years. So a lot of the stuff we're seeing on Netflix were made two years ago before this whole thing happened. So there's going to be this weird delay mm -hmm. in time where we're not going to get new releases in about a year or two. Right. Yeah. So like the crown was made a while ago. Yeah. You know, and since we're talking about movies real quickly, um, I am watching the Garth Brooks finally. Jason's already watched it, but it's so, so good. If you have a chance to watch the documentary on that, it's really good. And then Jason and I just watched last night um, Dolly Parton's. The Dolly Parton one, yeah. And good. Um, I, you know, I didn't know a lot about her, but I like sometimes watching documentaries to understand the their art and, you know, their life. Very interesting, very good. Yeah, very, very interesting. And there's also a, a funny thing that Burt Kreischer released on. Oh, what was that called? Uh, the Cabin or something like that, yes, I think. Yes, it's The I, Cabin. I forget, but it, it's pretty funny. There's Hilarious. Only, there's five, five episodes and... Uh, it's pretty, the first one's the best, uh, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, second, third one is also pretty funny. I the rest like are it just okay. With the, the girl comedy. Miss Pat. Miss Pat. I didn't like her. She's just, she, she's annoying. She just took up too much of the space. You know, you got to share space. And I feel like she just absorbed too much of it. And that, that, that's, that bugs me a little bit. Me too. Uh, when people do that, because make space for those other funny people that were there. I think it bugged him as well, because he was just kind of like, he really wanted the weekend where everybody sort of meshed together and she didn't allow that to happen. It definitely bugged the, uh, forget her name. Is it Kaylee or something like that? Oh gosh. She's from Big Bang Theory. She pay played Penny on Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. Uh, really bugged her. Yeah. She kind of rubbed I, her the wrong way. She wasn't there towards the end of that show. She left. Yeah. She's like, I'm out. <laughs> um, anyway, it's, but it's pretty funny. The first one is the, is the best one, but let's move on. We got stuff to do. Hey, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. So this is a Carol Chapel question, and it is this. What proverb or saying do you do you use to live by, to live your life by? Sorry. For some reason, my reading is not great. Mine, uh, that entertainment news was horrible. I couldn't read. Yeah, it's bad. It's okay. Uh, it's early. Eyes aren't working yet. <clears throat> uh, excuses. We're making excuses. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what proverb or saying do you use to live your life by? Mindy, go ahead. I know what yours is. but mm. Yeah, mine is uh, where there is a will, there is a way. And I've had that saying for a long time. And what that means to me is uh, you can... you. A lot of people make excuses like we do all the time. Yeah, we did today. Plenty but if you have a will, there is always a way. 
I, and I believe that wholeheartedly, like you can, if you can't figure something out, there is always something to figure that out. There's something there. That's There's great. never a no. It's a good motto. It's a good motto. Do you, do I have one? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think you do. Not really. Yeah. Uh, mantras, not sayings. Maybe a mantra, like present moment, wonderful moment. Um, yeah, I've heard I, you say that. I don't say those things to people or type them. I just, they're, they're, there's things I say. If I'm feeling a little anxious, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really don't have a motto. I don't have one to live it, by. I think it's anything that you say to yourself that helps you get through. And so that would be, because I've heard you say that several times for yourself. Yeah, I wouldn't say I have just one. I have a lot of different things I've read and a lot of different, uh, inspirational things that I live by, uh, but not just one that I just, I just stick with. So you're one of those candidates where you do have just one that, you yeah, stick that, by. that seems to help me. And, and the other one, um, is the serenity prayer, which I have on my checkbook. Hmm. Um, I won't say that whole thing, but look it up. I've said that several times in my life. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, right after my first divorce, I actually had that memorized and said that just about every day. I think you'll have to explain to people what a checkbook is. <laughs> right. It's a cover for my checkbook. Anyway, whatever. I don't think people know what checkbooks are, Mindy. Uh, I know um, they don't. But. What 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 do we have for our listeners? Okay, our listeners. Jordan, first up. <laughs> Though broweth before the hoeth. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Joe Johnson said, worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but doesn't get you anywhere. Mm, that's good. Steve said, fuck it. Fuck it. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. I've, mm-hmm. I've done that Short, one before. Short, sweet, and yep. Shelly said, as a motorcyclist, I was always told, don't ride so fast that your guardian angel can't keep up. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a really good one. Isn't that <laughs> like great? That. I love that. That's really good. Scott said, live life through the windshield, not the rear view mirror. Oh, that's really good. These are good. Yeah, I thought everybody had great ones. Uh, Carol Spencer said, live every moment, love every day, love beyond words. And if you don't succeed, try, try again. Okay. That's good. Carol Chapel said, a stitch in mm-hmm. time saves nine. And I wanted to know what that yeah, meant know what to that her. And uh, she said, that is better to fix a problem when it is small than to wait and oh, let it become really a bigger problem. 100%. Uh, that's... Partly why I went into work yesterday. I mean, get get it done. Yes. Otherwise, I'm going to be way behind. It's yep. going to be a bigger problem. Yep. Uh, she said, I also take it to me never put off doing something when it can be done today. Yep. That's yeah. good. I, I like that too. And I kind of live my life that way. Angie Mirendorf said, keep it simple. No need to complicate things. All right. Angie uh, Gleason said, things don't happen to you. They happen for you. There is a lesson in everything. I like that too. All right. Next up is Deuce. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. That's the that's that same one like insanity is doing the same thing over mm-hmm. and over and expecting new results. Yeah. Think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. And the last one is uh, Belle. She said, it's only kinky the first time. That's true. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes routine. Yeah. If you do it all the time. I love it. That's really good. All right. Thank you, everybody. The question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is, and this is for those of you who are married or were married. Um, you can also just it, long-term relationship. It is very specific though. And I apologize for that, but I know a lot of people are married or were married. Uh, the question is, when did you know you wanted to marry your spouse? When did you know? Mm. What was the moment? Um, you can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or the Low Tree Studios Facebook page or wherever Mindy posts it. Uh, we will feature a response on next Wednesday's show. Let's get into the uh, Mindy's topic. I was going to say the fun facts, but it's Mindy's topic. Yeah, right top reasons people divorce. That's right. Speaking of marriage, good segue. Yeah, hey. All right, so if you're like me and think cheating is number one cause for divorce, check this out. Nah. Relationship experts say these are the real top reasons should i could could i guess some yeah finances let's see they're not it's not listed like that finances are number seven it's uh not the lack of it but the lack of compatibility in 
uh, like, you know, people don't do it together. Like someone wants to spend, someone doesn't, someone wants to save, uh, someone, uh, or they're just, just not even present. Like Dave Ramsey's um, plan really emphasizes that when you're married or with where you're with coupled up with someone, you have to do that together. You have to have the same perspective when it comes to money. Yes. Yeah. All right. Another one. No, just go ahead. Just go ahead. All right. So number one, uh, getting in for the wrong reasons. Everyone expected us to live that happily ever after, you know? Yeah. Uh, or we've already spent so much on the wedding or we just had to, uh, we just built our dream home when the only reason you're marrying is because of what you should be doing. You need to get out. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's good. So marrying for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Lack of individual identity, losing who you are and what you enjoy away from your partner. And I think that kind of even happens as you go along in marriage. Um, I think when you're younger, you kind of don't have so much of an identity or you go into it and uh, and you think that everything has to resolve around that person and it doesn't. Right. So one of the funny things about the Burt Kreischer thing, right, is that his wife is in it and his, you know, his kids are in it in a, in a certain way. And what I, and I know maybe that part of it's staged, I'm sure that it's produced to a certain degree, but Burt does weird shit, like weird shit. Yeah, he does. And his wife is just, is okay with it. And that's, mm -hmm. whether she really is or isn't in this particular show, she portrays that she's like, she accepts him for who she is, for who he is. I really think and she I, does. And, and that, that's a, a really good example of that. Like mm -hmm. allowing that, you, you know, who you married, you yes. know what you got. I'm not, don't try to change that shit. Yeah. Allow them to be who they are. Maybe reel it in. If it's becoming dangerous, if, if like, like drugs or alcohol or whatever, gambling, stuff like that, try to help reel it in. Cause you're, you're a partner in this, but if you're just weird, and you're doing weird shit, you know, it, it, anyway. It's part of their yeah. personality. Yeah, right, right. Uh, becoming lost in the roles, children and busy lives make you lose the reasons you married each other. Well, I think that you got to take time. You for do. Each it's other. hard. It, it, it is hard at times. All right. Not having a shared vision of success. Ooh, that's really important. That, that is. You both as couples in, in any kind of relationship need a, uh, you know, a yellow brick road, a, a direction where yeah. you're going. Well, if someone's more like a realist and says, no, that's never going to happen, but you've got someone who's a dreamer mm -hmm. and that, you, you know, that person never supports the dreamer, mm -hmm. right? It's, and vice versa, really. Mm -hmm. If you don't support the realism, it, it's, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. It will be a problem. Not having a uh, shared, oh, I think I just did that, intimacy or lack of it. Mm. Yeah, that's really important. Um, me and, you know, as you get, you know, we've talked about it a lot, but you know, especially when you've been in a relationship a long time, you got to make it happen. Yeah. When you got to keep the intimacy for sure. Yeah. Unmet expectations. Hmm. Yeah. So. Well, that's why you don't, you don't, you don't have them. You should have certain expectations like, Hey, treat me with respect, you know, right. low, low level, like basic expectations, but you shouldn't expect anyone to be like you or have the same yeah. uh, values and all of that. It's a completely different person. Yeah. If you expect them to always do the dishes. Yeah. And I think you're going to be disappointed a lot. Clue to that is if you're continually disappointed about something, then your expectation, you che might want to look at yeah. it. Yeah. Check your expectations. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Finances. We, we said that one. Mm -hmm. Being out of touch, literally holding hands, little kisses are important. Yeah. So Yeah. Touch each other. Hug each other. Agree. I gave you a hug when you came home on Thursday. So I was happy to see you. Yes. That was nice. Different priorities and interests. Me time is important, but you also need to have shared interest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's been a problem in our relationship at times. We are so independent of each other that, but we do share a common interest of camping. So podcasting. We, yeah. And podcasting. So I think it's really big to find something you both can do. Yeah. I will say Mindy's the Mindy keeps the podcast going more than I do. People don't know that because <laughs> there's days where I like this morning. I was like, why are we doing this? So we, we already missed Wednesday. Let's just. Yep. Nope. Get busy. So get her done. Yep. Last one. Inability to resolve conflict. Yeah. That's a good one. Huge. <clears throat> All right. There's your top reasons. Uh, commitment. You have to be committed uh, and, and, and not hang on. Uh, that's a, that's a one that takes time though. 
I think that takes a lot for, for couples takes time. You know, you're not born with that. Mm -hmm. You know, you just start to learn that this is petty. Why are we fighting about it? Yeah, we're getting Let's really good on. at that. Yeah, yeah. Thank God, because in the early stages, I wasn't good at it. I know. I that. wasn't either. Uh, fun facts. <clears throat> you know I love those fun facts because they're factual and fun. <clears throat> <clears throat> What happened, Mindy? <laughs> Just say it right here on the podcast. Someone uh, text me. Somebody texts you and said 1030. Oh, okay. That gives me a little more time. Yeah, it does, huh? It does, because I needed it a little bit. All right, let's, uh, here's this. So Mindy, of course, is talking about what we talked about earlier. I was supposed to meet at 10, which now that gives me, we've been kind of, you probably have noticed, and we're trying not to, but we've been kind of rushing a little bit. Not really. We've been having fun. Not really. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been taking time. I thought we'd been talking more than we should be talking, but you've been okay with it, so I've been going with it. Well, then we're not rushing. See? So, psych. Uh, fun facts. You have about 70,000 thoughts a day. Wow. it's a lot. It's too 70, many. 70,000? It's way too many. That's a lot. All right. It's way too many. It is. In the movie Child's Play... It took 11 different people to control the Anna, Anna-atronic puppet Chucky. Animatronic. That's what I said. You said Anna-atronic. Animatronic. Yeah, there you go. That's better. Puppet Chucky with a different person handling each part of his body from his legs to his eyebrows. That is that is really crazy the way yeah. they had to synchronize that. Uh, next thing, your mouth produces a bottle's worth of spit every day. Ew. Children of the Mokin tribe of Thailand have a technique to achieve perfect vision underwater. They constrict their pupils and change their lens shape, just like dolphins and seals. Bullshit. They use this ability to hunt for fish, clam, and shells to eat. How do you how do you do that? How do you go? Let me let me move those muscles. How do you know. figure that I out? I thought it was interesting, though. It is interesting. I don't know if I believe it, though. I kind of do. Just watching. Kara and Nate traveling. There's How is Kara and Nate teaching you that? Well, because people live really like some some areas they've been to. It's not primitive. I mean, it's primitive. One thing I've learned about that show uh, from that show, Mindy talks about it a lot. So apologize for her re saying it almost every show. I love show. it. I want to see it tonight. Uh, Maybe. Okay. Oh anyway. Um, one thing about that show that I've learned is is if you're going to vacation, vacation in the Asian countries because oh it's, you're going to save a lot of money. Yes. A lot of money. You may spend a lot on airfare, but if you go to Thailand, you're not going to have to spend as much money for food and all the mm -hmm. experiences. But then you go back to a Western country because they went through Australia. It was just it was as expensive as the U.S. So yeah. Uh, anyway, I thought that was really, really interesting. Fun facts. And those were your fun facts. In the books. Uh, in the books. Next thing, in a survey, 78% of respondents said they currently have the urge to deep clean their homes. I never have this urge, ever. Uh, with the average respondent having the urge to deep clean four times per week since the pandemic began. Uh, I've always done it. I, I see something. I hate deep cleaning. And if I walk by it too many times, it is one of the things that will bug me until I get it done. I've I don't know that I've ever deep cleaned. Other than maybe the, our rental house when we had to do that. Yeah. Well, like right, my, right now, my bathroom needs a deep cleaning. Yeah. My shower is pretty bad. Uh, however, seven in 10 respondents didn't get the chance to complete a spring clean this year since uh, their family was home more for several months. What, what's that have to do with it? I don't know. Send them outside to play. Right? I don't, I don't know. I don't understand that. I guess if you if you have young kids, it's pretty hard to do. But yeah. Uh, all right, now I've got five habits that annoy your spouse the most, according to science. Mm, I I got one. Uh, marriage is often an excuse in tolerating whatever habits annoy you about your spouse. Still, there are scientific reasons that some pet peeves feel like nails on the chalkboard. Mm. According to researchers, these are the five habits that annoy spouses the most. Mindy, what you got? Um, 
when you start doing dishes while I'm cooking. That's not, that's so specific. I mean, I like that you do the dishes. So I make room, but it's like, ah, I got very little counter space now. Thanks. Well, the, the reason why I start doing the dishes, cause I know you're going to make a shit ton more of them when you cook. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be way behind now. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You don't I really... mean, look at if I miss one day of doing the dishes, which I did this week, look at the fucking counter right now. <laughs> If I miss one day, Look it's at your it's eyes a, right now. It's so serious. It's a snowball. <laughs> and then I can never catch up. That's why I try to be way ahead of that all the time in the yeah. week. I honestly have to say you don't really annoy me that. So well, I, maybe, I, I'm not I even sure. To. I mean, we we're probably a little over some of that stuff. Uh, like for, I'll give you an example. I, I, I'm a tapper. Yes. I do it a lot. Right. Uh, so I'm sitting at my desk and when, and when I'm, when I'm concentrating, uh, I'm, you know, I'm tapping and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure something out. I'm, I'm, I'm playing the drums. That's, that's what, I, that's just what I do. And my cube, my, uh, the, the person that sits next to me says, boy, you are a drummer, aren't you? And I was like, oh fuck now that person, she noticed. So now I got to stop doing it. Yeah. I try to do it quietly, but. You were annoying her or him. I'm not sure. Uh, enough was. to say it. Enough to say it. And so here we go. Now I got to be mindful of that. <laughs> Give me my own office. Or... It is a little when, you know, I'm sure your job has I'm a not... lot of concentrating to do. And, you know, it's hard to, you know, try to concentrate with all this going on. It's not that much or that loud. Hmm. I've, I've seen you. I've seen you at work. <sighs> Get over it, people, is all I got to say. <laughs> Everybody. What's the next one? I didn't given you one yet. Oh, that, that was your guess. That wasn't good. The dishes. Yeah. Hurry up. I got to pee. Number one is the way you chew. The way you chew. Yeah. People are annoyed, by the way. David <laughs> talks about how De Stephanie's a loud chewer. I think it bugs him a little. <laughs> yeah, we don't. It's mug me about you. This is a big one. Looking at your phone. Mindy literally has that thing plastered in front of her face all the time. It's, but it's not what you think. I'm not. It doesn't matter. It's on. It's in your face. I'm coloring. And you're obsessed. So it helps calm me down. And there's been a lot of stress lately. Okay. Number three is bragging about yourself. Yeah. We, uh, that, we, don't, we do don't do that. that. Mm. Uh, number four, spending money irresponsibly hashtag auction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that will, that will, that will annoy uh, spouses. Sorry about it. And number five, and people do this in relationships and you shouldn't. Uh, I think maybe we've done it. At times, but keeping score in the relationship. Oh, yeah. 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 Got to be careful with that. Mm -mm -mm -mm. And I didn't do, did I do it? Yes, I did. Okay, so here we go. Twenty percent of adults will forget to do what today? It's a, okay, so I'm going to give you hints. It's a regular routine that you do in the morning. It's one of those things you you do every day that you should do every day. Mm, okay. And if you don't, in the middle of the day, you'll go, damn it, I forgot to do that. Especially if it's a warm day and you might be sweating. Mm. Oh, damn it. Oof. Should, shouldn't have forgot to do that. Um, deodorant. <laughs> God. <laughs> Basically handed it to you. <laughs> Yes, Mindy, deodorant. Well, my first answer before you gave me all those clues was a multivitamin, but. Oh, why would you go, damn it? But I've... not everybody does that. So I was yeah. like, no, that's not it. I know it's not it. Yeah, this is one of those where it's like, oh, yeah. shit. But then you keep. Brush your teeth would have been a good one, You keep a little trial too. size at work so that doesn't ever happen. So you brush your teeth would have been a good one, too, but you can't brush really your smell your breath like that. But you, when you start getting B.O., you're like, oh, dang. Yeah, mm. I do have a trial size deodorant in my desk. And toothpaste and toothbrush I have in line. Oh, do you? Mm -hmm. I, I need to put all that in my that. locker. I got to find a lock. Anyway, moving on. All right. I did not pick this word. This is, this word came from Tina Greenwood this, this week. It's tolerance. Hmm. Tolerance is the only thing that will enable persons belonging to different religions to live as good neighbors and friends word 
It's like I said with the whole pandemic. I mean, we have to learn how to be okay with however people choose to treat it. Yep. Absolutely. Tolerance and celebration of individual differences is the fire that fuels lasting love. And your last one for the day today is tolerance is giving to every other human being every right that you claim for yourself. That's good. I like it. Thank you, Mindy. It's time for podcast shout outs. All right. You are not going to believe how short my list oh, is. Oh, I'm sure it's short. No, you can't do it anymore. So short. That's one of the downfalls. I am so catch like, up today. So my weekends, that's why I'm literally just, I want to be home because I just want to put on podcasts and, and catch up, catch up. I'm yeah, I'm not liking it. Anyway, so uh, podcast for uh, t- everything okay? The well, phone the phone was you? distracting me, and then the dogs are snoring too. Yeah, yeah, snoring. got lots of distractions going on. <laughs> All right, Ben Shapiro, Hodge twins, our new bitches whining was up, yep. right, Jason? Yep. yep, I released it. I will get those pictures up, Tina, at <laughs> some point this weekend. Doctor Berg, work matters. The Daily. Call of the Day with Dave Ramsey, which is such a great little bite-sized podcast. Mm-hmm. Tiger Belly and War of the Roses, and that is it. Don't use my phrase bite-sized podcast for other people. Okay, well, it is. It's what it is. <sighs> All right. Cool. All right, let's move on. Here we go to, uh, that's it. We're done, right? Yeah, we're done. My bad. I was going to say. Well, everybody more. have a, uh, a great rest of the weekend, I guess, if you're listening to this soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Yes, and just so you know, the question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is, for those that are married, when do you know you wanted to, when did you know you wanted to get married to your spouse? I can, I can rephrase that a little bit too with, you know, significant others yeah, or whatever. We probably should get a little creative with that. But anyways, we love you guys. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.